darling, my love. It's Caitlin Vincent, and welcome to the Good Girlfriend Podcast. Get ready to unleash your inner confidence, demystified periods, and delve into unfiltered sex education. We're here to embrace the power of sexy empowerment, and I've got your back every step of the way. As humans, we're all beautifully flawed, but together we'll support one another and ignite that fire within. This space is all about being real, vulnerable, and unapologetically authentic. Now remember, this podcast is for entertainment purposes, but when it comes to seeking advice, I always encourage you to consult with professionals. You deserve to have all the resources you need to thrive in your own unique way. So, are you ready to embark on this journey of empowerment, education, and downright fun? Buckle up, because we're about to deep dive into a world where confidence reigns supreme and taboos are shattered. Let's do this. Hello, girlfriends, and welcome back to another podcast episode. I am so excited that you are here for this one because I feel like... Oh, I feel like all my single ladies, we just need a big hug. We just need a big hug because dating this decade or this generation, holy shit. It is something that I think is ridiculous. It's ridiculous on so many levels and I cannot wait to unpack this. We're going to really take this to another level because I think I'm going to unpack a lot of truths because there's a massive overwhelm. There's such a big overwhelm when it comes to dating, the pressure and the formities with it. So I want to bring that sisterhood together to know that you are not alone in this field and to know that it's completely fine. We got this. We got this girlfriend. (laughs) And when I say we, yes, I do not have a partner. I know, shocking. I know, but (laughs) it's really important that we understand another way to look at it, which I'll give you some juicy tips at the end of how you can actually really create a beautiful relationship whilst you're in this part of your life. And, you know, it can be a part or it can be the whole part of your journey. doesn't matter where you're at. This part is really important to know that you need to do this for now. Because the funny part is, is that people that are in relationships will then say, I want to be single. I want to be independent. So there's so much pressure from being a single person to going into a relationship. But then those people that are in a relationship are then wanting that freedom and independence because it's a lot more tougher being in a relationship. So we're going to unpack that. But what we're going to do is we're going to start off with our seven up our cocktail confidence. (laughs) And what I'm actually going to do today is I'm going to help inspire you on taking the real important task, which is solo date. This applies not only to my single ladies, but also to any woman that is in a relationship. Solo dating is something that is going to really ignite that beautiful relationship with yourself. A lot of people are shit scared of it and they go, oh, I don't really want to go on my own. I don't see what is the point in it? If you do not see the point in actually spending time with yourself, then you're yearning so much validation from other people. That's not going to help you to get full fulfillment. You have to look after yourself and you have to spend time with yourself. So if you don't even like to spend time on your own, that is a wound that you have had from 
in the past that you've always felt like you've had to be connected to someone. You've always felt like you had to be sort of smothered by someone else. And there's a lot of work that you can actually do around that to alleviate that whole notion when it comes to the form of attachment is is really important that you actually seek out to someone who's going to help you release that because that notion is something that is just your inner child that doesn't believe that you have the fulfillment of actually being on your own. I just went on like a weird like woo deep dive there, but go back to the solo dating. <laughs> it's so important that you choose an activity that you enjoy. Don't just go do something just because someone else has done it or just because it's part of what social media is showing and people are filming themselves and putting their phones in random places and be like, oh, that looks really cool to do. I'm saying that because I have done that a couple of times. <laughs> not the, uh, not the, not choosing a good date, but the filming part. Sometimes I find it so interesting to like film yourself when you're doing certain things, but I know why I'm doing it is because I'm helping educate people in that space. Man, I'm going on like random tangents. I think this is going to happen with this episode is I'm going to like ping pong on like what I want to talk about, but then there's random thoughts that are going to come in because I feel like I haven't been able to do the podcast in a little bit and I've been really wanting to do it. (laughs) Okay. So solo dating, you need to choose an activity that you really want to do. So for example, I really love being near the ocean. It's something that I get really excited about. Like when I drive down and I see the ocean, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. And then, yeah, I get to connect with the ocean and I get to have my moment. And it's an effort for me to go to the ocean because I live an hour away from it. It'll be manifesting Caitlin. I would love to live near the beach soon. It will happen. It will happen. So choosing activity that you really want to do. Choosing then a cuisine, a food that you really enjoy doing. A lot of people all my coffee lovers out there, you could definitely take coffee anywhere and do anything with it. I'm a tea girl. I love not only tea, but I also love the taro and matcha lattes. I just love all that combination of just like a different unique drink. It's really important that you choose what you like. And when you know yourself really well, you know what actually is going to help fulfill that notion for you. So I really encourage you Within this week, and I'm saying this week, I don't care when you're listening, this week, you need to take the chance to do it. Do not use excuses. It does not have to be three, four hours long. It literally can be a minimum, minimum of 20 minutes. Minimum. You need that time. And when people are choosing to not take that notion, then you're really missing out on something that your body is actually really trying to communicate to you. Your body's trying to tell you things and you don't listen to it, you burn out quickly. You get tired. You wonder why it's all happening and why you're getting sick and why you're super stressed and why you're anxious and all these things. Why, why, why? Because you're not setting you time. So important that you set you time for you. So go take yourself on a bloody solo date. It is one of the most beautiful things that you can treat yourself to. And the best part about it is that you can finally relax and know that you spend that time with yourself. And it's beautiful. The amount of times I have done a lot of solo, I would say travel date. So I've done a lot of traveling on my own. I'm up to 36 countries. I've done part of them with groups, whether it was a Kentucky or a Top Deck. And I've also done the really just completely solo trips as well. 
And then I've also done like family trips as well. So I've done the whole good combination. But I've noticed that obviously there's beautiful times when you connect with people. But when you're traveling with people, you don't really get to do everything that you want to do. You're trying to people please and you're trying to make sure that they feel, you know, that everyone's getting their spot in the spotlight and everyone's getting their activity and, you know, we're getting up early, we're getting sleep in, like everyone's doing their own thing. When you take that time for yourself, you just get to do what you need to do. And it's such a beautiful thing when you finally get to go, oh, finally doing what I love to do. Whether it's a quick little trip to the cafe, just sitting there and people go, oh, it's so, I'm worried about sitting there on my own. People think of me. I feel like it's so beautiful when I see people sitting there on their own. I feel like we just got to change our mindset about it. Because if you see it in a negative way of like, oh, the poor thing's lonely. No, no, no. They're having a beautiful time to themselves. They're getting to know themselves. And there's times in your life to do that. We're not saying to do that all the time because it gets really boring when we don't connect with people. But you've got to have those times and making sure that, that those solo dates are happening for you. So make sure you're doing it, girlfriend, because it's really important that you connect with yourself. So that is the confidence cocktail. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Just adding in my own music then. So we're going to really unpack what it is to be single and also this notion of like, what the hell is happening with dating at the moment? What is really happening with the way that technology has brought this into place. Now, I'm not here to whinge and complain. I'm actually here to pinpoint certain parts in that are probably lacking, but also the benefits of good, glad that it's lacking because then I can actually focus on other areas in my life as well. So we'll we'll unpack all that juiciness. So we're going to have a good time and really focus on the goodness that comes from it. <laughs> oh my God, today's going to be interesting. All right, what it means to be single. Everyone else's opinion and everyone's stereotypical way of looking at the word single, like even just thinking about the word single. When people say that, they have this like, oh, poor you, poor you. So then people try to like change the wording of it. They're like independent. I'm independent. I don't need anyone. And it's like, Girl, you need people, you need connection. You cannot do this alone. You cannot do life alone at all. It is not the way that we're built. The wording is something that we can change and that comes down to how we communicate to people. I know we have this like divide between our friends that are either in a relationship or married and then we have our single friends as well. So we have these sort of categories. When you're single, your people in relationships and married, they <laughs> love them, but they generally ask, are you dating? Or they will ask, are you seeing anyone? Or have you been speaking to anyone? Rather than focusing on how is life going for you? What have you been up to? What's been happening? So those people that are in a relationship or married and with a partner Stop saying those questions because that pressure is already put on us. We already have it. We already know the pressure on ourselves on what we should be doing when it comes to being single. We know that we need to find the partner. Don't put the extra pressure on it 
unless we have said to you that we are starting to date or that we are, you know, taking action on the next step. Be polite in that sense of not asking because you think that you're trying to create conversation. Actually ask how they're going with their life and what's been happening with them because that is their actual status right now. They are on their own and they are doing life to the best that they possibly can. All those people just stop freaking asking about the comical questions that there are so many more questions that you can ask than just, are you seeing someone? Then you've got your single friends and hence why people come together and they're like, oh, single friends, fun, fun, fun. But I feel like there's still a real bad energy even with that because even in the single atmosphere, it's like this freaking competition. It's like, oh, who's matched with you today? Or, or I'm on a, going on a date very soon. Oh, amazing. And then you like cringe and you're like, you feel bad about yourself. You're like, oh, damn, why have I not got someone? <laughs> it's just something that it doesn't need to be a competition. It really needs to be something that we are praising one another for having a go. And secondly, encouraging others to continue with whatever they choose to do with their life. Everyone has the right to obtain interest in other people, but I feel like we just need to check in with people with what's happening with them right now. And if that conversation comes up, then you can sort of finesse into it. But I feel like we're just, we're getting a bit boring and doing the same classic way of, you know, when somebody is single, it's like, pour them. And it's like, no, not pour them. Poor you for not thinking of fucking any other questions to ask because there is so much more interest in people than just asking the generic questions. Because I feel like as soon as you don't have something to match what they've just asked you, the conversation dies and you're standing there like a doob. And I don't even know what that word was, but anyways, you're standing there and you're like, oh, I don't have much more to talk about now because you don't think that I'm interesting enough because I'm not clearly dating or seeing someone that we can relate to. Like that part is super annoying. So that's just like a, a real important thing that we just focus on is checking with what's happening with them. And if you don't bloody know, my God, social media is like parading what is going on in people's lives. I can't keep up. Yes, you can, girlfriend. Because <laughs> I know that there is the silent eye. The silent eye is the people that look to see what is happening on social media. They know what's going on, but they don't want to interact and they don't want to show their support and their networking and all that fun. The silent eye, they happen and we know what's going on. So don't you dare tell me that you don't have time because I know you're scrolling. <laughs> I know you're scrolling. Every single one of you. You know, we've just got to get over this notion that we're lonely. We've, we've got to stop being like, poor you, how sad. And even the way that we communicate is to also affirm to them that this is completely fine in whatever aspect of it. Now, I haven't even crossed the line of when shit goes down, when you actually break up with someone. That's a completely different support network that you need. This is just, if someone is actually, this is like the scenario to think of, someone is being single they know that they would love to have a partner in their life, but it's just not happening in the way that they want it to. So they're continuing with their life and they are happy and content with that. Stop putting pressure on those people. Really, we've got to stop putting pressure on them because they are doing the right thing by focusing on themselves because at the moment, 
There is nothing that's coming their way. There's no funnel, which is giving an opportunity for them to grow and to learn and to be the person they continue to be. So bam, pack that in. (laughs) All right. The dating world. The dating world is something that I just, I really would love to do something in this space and find a way where we can draw back and bring back the good way of connecting with people, not just the only options of the dating apps, the speed dating, and also I feel like there are like the single party events, kind of like the speed dating, but you can tell when they've got like just like the party. So with these three core areas, like don't get me wrong, there's also you don't know who you meet when you're in out and about. Like, God, that part is very funny. (laughs) It's true. But whenever we say this, we don't know who we're going to meet when we're out and this hope, hope, hope. It's like, man, this will happen when it's meant to happen. Just just let us enjoy the presence of what we're in. When we've got, you know, we cannot go back to the way that it was. Whenever those old folks say, oh, back in my day, it was so easy. We just, if you either knew someone or you either, you know, just talked to them, you know, you poor things. It's like, shut up. I know it's not going to be like that. And there are some people that have experienced a beautiful moment and kudos to you. That's amazing. That's beautiful. But it's just like this. Can we maybe find a way where we can use a little bit of that companionship and connection and allowing a space to be able to create dating that enables us to still be our our authentic self? Because we're trying to be our authentic self, but we can't because we've got this criteria and photos that we have to adhere to, to be able to get traffic coming through. Or we need to be saying the right topics in the dating, speed dating events. We need to make sure that we're looking good and that we've got, we're sitting in a good position. The lighting isn't, you know, there's no downlight on you that makes you look like Dark Vader. Like you really have all these great, great criteria you need to meet. And then you obviously have to be in a social setting where you're, you know, you got to be looking like you're having fun and, and drinking, but don't drink too much and don't wear outfits that are too revealing and, and make sure you don't say this and make sure that you are presenting yourself in a certain way. It's like, oh my God, I feel like I was like quoting a little bit of Barbie there, but there's so much for us to do <laughs> when it comes to the dating apps. Let's just focus on the dating apps first. If we go back to the reason why, I think it's a beautiful thing on how we can actually connect with people across the globe and we can actually quickly interact with people and we have a a lot more options. Now that sentence is gone the wrong way now. So we had obviously so many options and potential to be able to see where this goes. But now this like we got too many options there's both women and men that are having this expectation of thinking, I hoped to find someone that fits this, 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 and this, because there's so many options out there. You're never going to get the perfect type. You're never going to get the perfect person because no one's perfect. It's important that we just shift that option to coming down to what do you truly value in yourself And what do you value in a partner? Now, these are not just generic 
looks or the way that they whatever their penis size is it's not even those components it literally comes down to what type of person do you value do you want a man that leads and makes you feel secure and protected do you want a man that looks after himself and his health and he really values that do you want someone that has great communication they may not be amazing at communicating about their needs but they're still able to communicate effectively to you do you want someone who has respect respect for themselves respect for you and respect for their family and friends that they have around? Do you want someone who just shows up as their authentic self? And that may be different to what you envision, but they are being truthful and honest with you. There's just so many things that we're not focusing on. And too much of the time we focus on, oh, they follow the same footy team as me. Oh, they also love the same cheese as me. (laughs) Kudos, my favorite. (laughs) You know, just little things that we think, oh, this could be cool, but they're just materialistic parts that just add as a bonus little part or entity to it. With the apps, for those that I'm just going to assume that everyone knows what they are. It was so funny when I went on a family holiday. I got the apps out and I thought it would be funny to see my family, what they would be like on the apps. So what I mean is <laughs> not putting them on the apps because um, mom and dad are together and my sister and her husband are together. So what I did is I gave them my phone and they went through my dating app and swiped left or right. And it was so funny seeing their reactions and what they believed was the right person for me as well. And even in that moment, I noticed that they all have completely different viewpoints on the type of person that they want for me. And, you know, there were certain qualities that they were looking at and certain titles and the descriptions and the way that they looked. And I just kept thinking, oh my gosh, that's what they think that that I should have, that I need to be the one to know what I would like despite what they have to say. But it was funny because I did get a couple of matches and I did tell the person who I matched with, I said, I'm so sorry, but I actually gave my phone to my family and they matched. They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of made sure that I was very clear on that because I wasn't interested as much as they were doing me a good favor and they were trying to see and have that win of being like oh yeah I'm the one who matched them I'm the one who put them together and have that victory which a lot of people try and do they make sure that they get a little bit of success from matching people up and they're like I'm the one who put the love beds together and you know we've all been there we've all done that I've done that when I was in high school been like oh, I put you two together how cute look at you didn't they last long <laughs> nope um, but yeah, it's it's really it was a really fascinating task. So if you really want to know what your uh, as a fun practical joke, if you want to see what your um your family think, then that's one way of doing it. But obviously, be respectful to the people that you match with. Don't don't give them cold turkey. I I definitely didn't do, do it the way that I just said before. I was actually respectful and said to them like it's really lovely to meet you. Blah 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 blah. And when I was living in. London I loved how the dating app I was able to 
introduce myself to different guys and, you know, get to learn a bit more about the culture. But my mission over there was I was definitely meeting up not for romance. I was definitely meeting up there for just fun. I I knew my vision and my mission was that I was there to have fun and I just didn't want to commit because deep down I was worried that if I was to commit, I wouldn't have had the freedom to be able to do what I wanted to do over there, which was to travel on my own, was to make new friends and not be tied down in a, in a nice way of saying that, but just not being tied down. It was interesting because we tend to spend so much time on the swiping parts and I've definitely, definitely removed the amount of time that is spent because I remember there were nights where I would come home and I would just get on my phone and just swipe, swipe, swipe and it would be hours of unnecessary glaring at photos that weren't serving any purpose because I clearly was looking for one thing where I could have easily gone down to the pub and just seen what was happening. But hey, you do what you got to do in those moments. <laughs> and you, you just, you never know. Like everyone says, you never know. And it's like, oh God, let's just have some fun. There's also like with the dating apps, there's also like certain titles. So when you choose a certain app, you kind of know what you're going in for. What I mean, for example, is there is a very heavy comment about Tinder being the place on just looking for sex. And you can tell when you go into Tinder, look, there's probably a 2% chance of like where you actually can talk to someone with a bit of a genuine connection and see if you can actually meet up. But the rest of... Oh my goodness, there is so many times where you just, if you're really wanting it, that is the, that is the app because you can get it instantly. And I think, I feel like I credit Tinder for how quickly it is to be able to get some form of connection and some kind of booty call, whatever it is, it is very quick. And I, that's where you, there's people that delete the app and they're like, oh, couldn't do it. But then they sneak back on. They're like, mm, but I wouldn't mind another one of those episodes again because <laughs> they were fun they were spicy they were good and trust me I've done that I've had those moments where I'm like oh my god my sex drive is through the roof and I just need to bang someone and match with them and then you open up the door and you're like yeah okay you can do yep all right and then go down <laughs> it's it's definitely exciting and uh but the sex is completely different to like an actual connection, a genuine connection with someone. So yeah, I feel like one of my my greatest moments is when I've been in person, I've initiated myself. They're the next level types of forms of sex, but we're focusing on dating here. <laughs> oh, and don't get me wrong. It's so beautiful when you have the whole can you meet me here or I've done the ones where you've walked through like the grandma's house and you know, some of the places you've been when it comes to <laughs> the different encounters, you're like, holy moly, like what is happening? There's a part of your life where you really just don't give a crap and you know that your form of connection is just to bang the next person. And I, I've 100% been there and I definitely did it as a form of connection for the guy. But it's really fascinating on what places I've been to and even to the extent of when you've been invited to boats and I've been 
I matched with this pilot and he was like, let's go for a weekend away and all these things. I thought, holy shit, you can really go places with this. So if you just want to like adventure out and get some company, then go on that and treat yourself with it. Like allow a good man to take you out if that's the case. And if it just becomes a bit of a fling, then it becomes a bit of a fling and you get to enjoy yourself. So why not? I say, why not? (laughs) But the other part that really, really gets annoying is the whole, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Yep. Hey. Bah! Where's the fucking good conversation? And I'm more than happy to initiate random conversations. And sometimes women even feel like they have to stoop down to their level of lingo and conversation. Like when people do abbreviations and it's like, no, no, you just talk as you, that person's going to match you. You don't stoop down just because you've matched and you feel like, oh my God, I got a connection. Like I need to like sustain this. No, no, you only sustain this if they can handle you and your worth. Otherwise, you're in control, girlfriend, and you just get rid of them or you just stop talking to them. And I'll come back to that lovely G word, which I know everyone loves as well. And don't get me wrong. There have been times where you see those subscriptions and you think, I would love to just see all those people and reveal all those people that like me so I don't have to do the searching. I don't have to be the one who has to find and hope for the best. Or you see a match like, oh my God, amazing. Or you see someone that you really want, but then that never happens. And you're like, oh, well, that person actually ticked it off. And then you start thinking about them for a week and you're like, yeah, but it didn't work. Like, oh God. Then they leave. Then they fine. And then you find the different apps. You've got like obviously Bumble and Hinge, and I'm sure there's others, but they're the ones that are <laughs> partitioned as the relationship ones. They're the ones that you see that there is actual potential or could be potential and when you say that stupid sentence of looking for a relationship open to short like why the fuck are you saying that you either are looking for a relationship or you not like you have to say one way or the other stop this in between gooby things and hope for the best no 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 just be straightforward because if you're ready you're ready if you're not you're not you're actually doing us a favor if you actually tell us exactly are you ready or are you not because if you're not cool I'm not interested. Or if you're having fun, cool. I'm, I'm not interested in a relationship too. Let's have some fun. So everyone has to be real. Can we just remove that stupid line? Because it is so infuriating. When you see a potential and then you see that line, you're like, I cannot tell if you are ready or if you're not ready. Because I want to make sure that I have someone that is ready to commit and to make sure that there's sustainability in that. However, We cannot put too much pressure on these first words and encounters. We've got to stop thinking of relationships straight away. And trust me, I've done that very much so. And then you just get caught up in all this emotional frustration. You're getting to know someone from the beginning. But what's important about that line and that sentence is we actually don't want confusion. We actually want to know if I'm getting to know you, is there potentially something that is actually worth putting my time into Or are you just playing around, mate, because I'm not here to play around and that's wasting my time. So we're just establishing that. So that would be great if you could just fix that up, please. (laughs) So, yeah, I feel like I might come back to certain other points when it comes to the dating apps. But we're going to move on to speed dating. I really love speed dating. 
I think it's actually a beautiful way for us to actually capture who we are in a spotlight moment. And I find that every time I've gone to a speed dating event is I feel so much more in love with myself. I know that sounds ridiculous and up myself, but you actually realize your potential even more so because you're getting compliments, you're getting people that are really radiating with your energy and the person that you are. And it's so beautiful. But every time I go to these speed dating events, I genuinely get a beautiful compliment from a man about who I am as an individual. And that just really sparks from my growth, my dedication and the person that I am. So I really love those moments. And people that say, I'm scared about going to speed dating events. I change the wording and going, you're doing this for you and you watch, wait until the end and you will feel so proud of yourself. So you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you and validating yourself in that moment. And I think it's a beautiful piece that you need to make sure that you really encompass on. So the the only part that I find interesting is who thought it was a good idea to only give five minutes? Like why not 10? 10 is a good amount of time to make sure that you've gotten past that first nerve-wracking conversation part, that you actually stoop into a little bit longer and see if there's actually a bit more energy traction between. Because as soon as that person jumps from the next seat to the next, you then have to revamp yourself back up. You need to be back into the energy. They've got to do the same thing. And then you're introducing the situation. You're trying to think of something original and new. You're trying to make sure that you're not repeating yourself. Trust me, there has been, I've had lovely encounters where there's been one man who sits there and he's got his little checklist and he literally says the same questions over and over again. And all the girls said, yep, he asked me that. Yep, he asked me that. Boring. You need to change and match the energy with the person in front of you. You can't just be this robot and be like, I'm going to do this. Now, look, if you say, oh, but I'm nervous. Every single person in that room is nervous. Every single person is feeling anxious. So stop playing the victim and own that you are feeling nervous and go, I don't mind if I stuff up here. I don't mind if things don't come out properly. I know I'm going to be supported by that other person. And if I don't, then we're not meant to be together. That's when you know truly that you can connect with someone. If you can just be your true self and they support you, you go, oh, actually, that was really nice. I really appreciated that. Thank you. Rather than being in this fear of like, if I don't say this, if I don't say that, they don't know you from a bar of soap. So you can freaking tell them that you're a pilot and own a six foot jet. Like you just put in your way of being and people will receive it. And there's been some events that I've gone to that give you a complimentary drink or they give you complimentary food, which is lovely. I've been to one where they gave you nothing and you're like, well, why? Yep. Okay, cool. I literally felt like I was beauty in the geek though. Uh, yes, I'm going to talk myself up there. There was one moment I walked in, I was like, okay, yeah. And I and I did give everyone a chance and I did speak. But when you know you don't have that attraction or that real spark, you do wait for the conversation to flow to see whether or not there's actually more. There was probably one guy who I really loved his conversation and that made me like intrigued to know more about him. But then I just, I tried to like chat to him after to see what else was going to happen from it? But then there was nothing else because it just didn't align. So it's fine that people can actually ignite you from your conversation. 
but sometimes it's also like a uh no, that didn't really that didn't really work so that's okay and that's fine but all i can say is that you just become so proud of yourself because everyone wants to do good everyone wants to know that it's just part of the norm it's a part of the speed dating experience and you laugh and you have those things like i've literally had one time where there was a guy who i went from one dating event and went to another and he was there and we didn't i didn't plan to match with him because i was completely fine i didn't feel like there's that much energy but then we laughed when we were sitting in front of each other we're like oh, okay so who are you interested in and who have you had a good conversation with because we knew we're like well we're clearly not going to match and that's fine but who who do you think is actually someone that you can entertain? And then he tried to like wing woman me later on with another guy. And, you know, it's funny because that part overtook and overrided with their attraction, but then the personality wasn't good. So we were a bit of a match, a bit of a match there. But yeah, there's a lot of people that are still scared of it, but I feel like every time I've gone, I've just become more and more confident within myself and more and more radiating of my vision and what I do and what I'm about. And even when people go, but I only, I'm only a teacher or I'm only, you know, a nurse or I'm only this, explain more about it and people will then realize that you've got more of a passion with it. Don't just say the title and leave it. You know, explore a little bit more about it, even if you think that they won't have any interest in it. The more that you open up about it, the more that you show that you care about what you do, and that will create conversation. So never leave a one single line. That does not help at all. One single lines are like, okay, cool. Yep. What do I do now? <laughs> I twirl my fingers. Yep. There's nothing more I can say. And, you know, you, you then become more crafty because you've tried one way of saying it. And the next person comes up, you're like, oh, I might try and say it this way. Or I might try and add this in. Or I like that. So you're actually kind of assessing yourself in that moment. You don't even really focusing on that part too much because you're like oh I actually really like that I said that but then there's some people that lean in and they are so invested in the other person and you just think girl you need to look after yourself sit back enjoy receive take the compliments and you will have that good time coming to you but you can see those lovely girls that hang around right at the end because uh they're looking for one thing one thing only and you're like oh blessed Eleanor wish you all the best good luck Good luck. And then there's obviously, as I mentioned before, there's a single party. Now, this part I get, but it also frustrates me because no one connects beautifully if you've got alcohol or drugs in your system. You go from like a a mixed signal, potentially I'm a bit blinded, could this be, I can't really see you vibe. It, it just becomes this real conundrum of what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so if you're in the status of I am happy to have some fun, single parties are your vibe. They are 100% your vibe. But if you are someone that is looking for a relationship and you go to a singles party, I would just then focus on you enjoying the energy, the connection with people, but don't go searching for that person because you're not going to get a genuine conversation with them. They're going to be misleading. They're going to be not their best selves. And you probably will most likely end up in their bed because they're very flirtatious and they revved you up and they made you feel good about yourself. And you're like, oh, I love this attention right now. So yeah, be mindful. 
but it's something that I think is only really good if you can handle the energy, the sex drive that's in the air and everyone being like, oh, I'm going to check you out and check you out. I love how you're dancing like Shakira there. Like it's just this playoff, playoff body. So yeah, I really played that up right, didn't I, Caitlin? (laughs) But if I went there, I would be focusing on good laughs, dancing, and that real enjoyment of a bit of flirtatious vibe, but not reading into it and not thinking, oh my God, you're going to be my next husband. Girl, pull back on the ring. Woo! <laughs> it's, it's something that women put a lot of pressure on. Is like, hey, you get the ring on? No. But then the other part of dating that I didn't actually unpack earlier is those sneaky slide into the DMs. Oh, these ones are very interesting because I've had a very, very interesting experience when it comes to this. So I feel like there's two parts. I've had some beautiful people that I've had where I've been able to nicely tell them no. (laughs) And then there's been some next level stalker vibe suing the situation which did not make sense and real crazy nutter toxic people the dms are entertaining flattering but they are so annoying they are something that it is not a nice way to inconvene unless what's happened is you let's just say you've met someone out at a, an event or a networking space or just out and about and for some reason you got each other's social media, please get a phone number first. Don't go straight to social media just because you want them to see your photos. Get a bloody phone number, text them, call them, and then go from there. Because I feel like everyone holds on to this, oh, but if I have them, they can like my stories. And then we get dopamine from that. But then nothing ever happens. Those fucking likes on the stories are never going to go anywhere. They just, those reactions, those fire emojis, they are the F boy fucking flavors. They do not mean anything. There's no connection. They just want you to think that you are then thinking of them a little bit of attention because they're like, oh, thank you. Thank you for that. It's, let's just say you've met the person out and then (laughs) they've asked you for their social media. Cringe. But anyways, if they've asked you and you have the conversation that keeps going and then they've asked you out again, that's different. That's different because you've kind of met them in person. So you've got to play on that field. So yes, your choice. But I would just think it's a really nice way of cracking the code of phone numbers. I do know that's one thing I did do was I did go through and delete a lot of numbers that I've added in my phone for no reason. I think I need to do another de-cleanse. But yeah, there's numbers that are there. But if you don't see potential and you don't mind them viewing your page and yeah, share them your social media and be like, yeah, have a look at this. But look, your choice in that part, girlfriend, your choice. I've done it before. I've told people to go on my social media because it's just easier. But yeah, don't fall for that, the like of the story. So they've seen my stories or they like my picture. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is not a genuine connection with someone. They are just toiling with you and that is where you're getting emotionally attached to them. So All these social media things are great. All right. The G word, ghosting. This word, yeah, I'm warming up my hands. (laughs) This word is 
really disappointing. Really disappointing that we cannot find a way of being able to let people know that it's been lovely to get to know you. I'm just going to focus on myself or it's been really lovely to know you. I just don't believe that there's anything more that we can grow from this. I wish you all the best. Because what we are doing is we're creating this unknown space and then we really deplete ourselves and think that we've done something wrong. We don't know what's happened and we don't know where to go from here. The only form of ghosting that I think is really crucial is when they are so annoying and they are so toxic that you know you're like, I need to remove you. You are a nightmare to deal with. So that's when the blocks come in. That's when we don't reply back to them. All that is so important to just stop talking to them and get rid of them. But what we need to do, it's better to communicate your position and not hope that they will change. If they're not showing up within two to three months of getting to know them and you feel like that there's nothing more, that person's not going to change. The person's not going to change for the person that you want them to be. Obviously, if there's something that your gut is telling you, because girls, like I said in the previous podcast, feminine energy is your intuition. And if your intuition is telling you in your gut, no, listen to it. It's for a reason. It's protecting you. It's telling you, no, 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 this is not the person. Your gut is hardly wrong, hardly wrong. So you need to listen to that. And that's why innately we have this beautiful gift that we can tell when something's not right. So listen to your gut. If you feel like you're waiting for them, stop waiting for them. Communicate that you've been really, it's been so lovely to get to know you. I wish you all the best. And it's done. And you've told them exactly what's happening and you've communicated that and that's fine. But you don't need to wait for them and wait for their moment. That's not going to help you at all. So I highly recommend that when it comes to ghosting is you need to communicate your needs and make sure that you say to them, it's been lovely to get to know you. Unfortunately, I'm not saying any more than this. So thank you. And that's you putting fucking amazing boundaries for yourself. That's you actually finally saying to yourself, oh, I don't, I don't want that. I want more and I want better and I want to appreciate myself more and I want this from someone else when it comes to the values. Do not pinpoint, like I said, about football teams or food that they like. That part is like small minute areas. That is not the area that we want to look at. Core values that that can go with that person. And don't get me wrong, ladies. It is so difficult when someone leaves you on red delivered, whatever the freaking notion is, it sucks. It really does. Because you then take that point of questioning. You're like, oh, what have I done? What happened? I shouldn't have said this. Shouldn't have said that. And then we go into this huge spiral of analysis. I'm so good at that. But it overwhelms us. In that moment, when that happens, you then need to really sink into the emotions of it and tell yourself, Yes, this sucks. Yes, that really hurt me. And I don't want to feel like this again. And if it happens again, okay. Last time it was worse. This time, I know that it's not about me. That was their way of not communicating effectively. You get better and better the more it keeps happening. I know that's shit. (laughs) I know that that's not a great way 
to have to work out the way of getting that thicker skin, but it's the only way. Because if we kept getting all these beautiful things that kept coming to us, then we don't actually get to learn and grow from those moments and understand, well, I don't want to feel like that again. Okay, if I did feel like that again, I want to make sure that I do my best to get better at it. And you get better when it comes to improving yourself. You get better at looking after yourself. You get better at recognizing signs earlier on than later on. So we're on this little pathway that we actually are learning more and more about ourselves when we get hurt and when we go through the shit of ghosting, when we get, you know, not the matches that we wanted or we don't get any notification saying that someone's interested. We learn from that and we make sure that we put into practice areas or ways that we can actually harness in the goodness that we deserve. So there's so much flooding information (laughs) that I went through about the way that it is, but I really want to champion you in this position. You have got the beautiful gift of getting to know yourself like never before. You have the time to really understand everything about you. The more that you get to know yourself, the more that you're going to draw and attract a really healthy potential partner. You're going to draw that person that really supports you because they're going to support you because you really know yourself on who you are. You're also going to really create this confidence within yourself that you have spent time not waiting. You spent time understanding, learning, growing, surrendering to all your emotions, to giving great moments to yourself by taking yourself on solo dates really creating your support network with your friends and removing toxic friendships by going and traveling, by eating the cuisines that you want yourself, by buying yourself your own flowers, by playing your own playlist, by having peace and quiet. All these beautiful things that keep happening are because you are looking after yourself. You are choosing to do a beautiful moment for yourself. And if you're on the pathway to dating and you're back in the action and you're putting yourself out there, you're going to learn and grow even more because what tends to happen is people bring out a different side to us and they also bring out our triggers and see how we can handle them and see if we can navigate the emotions and know that we're getting resilience and we're building ourselves up because we're overcoming challenges and that we are going to remind ourselves on the amazing person that we are because we're backing ourselves in that sense as well. So whether you are single independent, whatever the freaking hell you're calling yourself, you deserve to be on this pathway because you are never going to learn anything more about yourself than the way that you are doing it right now. I'm so, so proud of what you're doing with yourself. And I know that you can only enhance it by whichever way you want to do it. So back yourself in that sense and know that you truly deserve to feel all this beautiful feeling of being yourself and learning about yourself. I know that I have this beautiful inspiration of my auntie and she chose to live her life and she never married and she never got a partner. And it made me realize that there are still so much beautiful things to do in the world if that partnership doesn't happen. And, you know, it doesn't doesn't scare me as much anymore now where everyone's like, oh, you know, would you like to have a partner? Would you like to be married? And of course, there's there's no no to me. There is absolutely a yes. I would love to, but I'm also going to keep focusing on what I'm doing. And 
I don't think that I would ever be able to be in this position of Caitlin now I am today if I didn't spend and invest in myself and if I didn't actually take the time to really get to know myself. And I want to continue this journey. And if that person that comes into my life, that doesn't stop. That keeps going and growing with them and learning about each other and learning about ourselves even more so because we're in a different setting where you know, challenged by someone else's energy and emotion, or I might be traveling and being on my own and learning new experiences and different cultures and, and creating different friendships and meeting new people and putting myself out there in different settings. That is the beautiful part that you can actually have for yourself. And I cannot highly recommend no matter what status you are, single relationship, whatever it is, spending time with yourself is one of the most beautiful gifts that you can give to yourself because innately it brings pure love and joy to yourself and that enhances everything across your life. So take yourself on the date, girlfriend. Take yourself on a date. (laughs) But as always, I'm always here to be your support, to back you up and to just be your empowerment bestie that has you back along the way. There are no uncomfortable topics here and I want you to know that I'm always here to support you on this journey. And as always, you go, girlfriend. Thank you for joining me on this empowering journey. Your time is precious and I'm grateful you've chosen to spend it here with me. Remember, you deserve to be heard, seen, valued and supported every step of the way. To ensure you never miss an episode filled with inspiration and growth, Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to check out our show notes. They're the ultimate resource hub for any links or resources mentioned during our conversation. Until our paths cross again, keep embracing your inner confidence, unleashing your power and living your best life. You are capable of incredible things, my love. Until next time, take care, stay empowered and remember, you go, girlfriend. Woo!